The following is a presentation of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. And welcome wrestling fans to the Ice Hour. This podcast is aimed at promoting the world of Division Three college wrestling and is named for the late Hall of Fame coach Dave Eisenhower. Here we'll talk about topics and news that's relevant to those who compete for the love of the sport in Division Three. The Ice Hour is sponsored by My House Sports Gear. Check out their line of wrestling gear and apparel at MyHouseSportsGear.com. Subscribe using your favorite podcasting app by going to MattTalkOnline.com slash ice. Episode 14 of the Ice Hour D3 Wrestling Podcast, proudly sponsored by My House Sports Gear at MyHouseSportsGear.com. Today, we're again talking about the growth of Division Three Wrestling and two guys that are part of that growing trend of new programs. Adding the sport of wrestling first is Coach Scott Legacy, the head coach at Castleton University up in Castleton, Vermont. And the second, Tommy Owen, the newly appointed head coach at Avert University in Danville, Virginia. It's not Danville, folks. It's Danville. And when you're from Virginia, you know that. First of all, Coach Legacy, uh, we'll, we'll throw, the, throw the mic to you first. Uh, welcome to the program, and uh, glad to have you coaching in Division Three. Well, thank you, Jason, for having me, and I'm honored to be on the same show with Tommy Owen. So let's let it roll, Tommy. Yeah, how do you how do you? I mean, he's he's already being nice to you. We haven't even we haven't even started the program. This is good stuff, right? Yeah, that, that's tough to follow that, but uh, you know, I, I appreciate it, and uh, you know, I look forward to it. Now, just to give the folks back home or listening at home some some background here, Castleton in its first year as a program wrestling this year, Averett will not be starting until next year. But Tommy, you've already been hired as a head coach, coming from Division One SIU Edwardsville. Prior to that, a coach at George Mason University in Virginia. So a bit of a not a true homecoming of sorts, since you're not originally from Virginia, but you get the opportunity to get a, a jump start on next year's program. Uh, what have you done in just the the matter of weeks? Uh, since you're hiring to to get get your feet wet as your first division three head coaching job i'm really just reaching out to everybody you know um you know i was really fortunate to you know be able to uh work at george mason before coming to virginia so and then also you know working with bawa and uh you know helping with some freestyle and greco and going to fargo and meeting coaches and you know so it's just uh rekindling those old flames and and reaching out to people and uh, luckily I didn't ruin too many relationships and people have been, uh, very supportive and, you know, and, uh, you know, so yeah, just, uh, trying to get ahead of the game by reaching out to coaches and going to have a lot of work to do this year. Coach legacy being a longtime high school coach in Vermont, your teams at Mount Anthony union were just, you know, notoriously good. I believe the last count was what 27 or how many state titles was it in a row? 27, 28, 28. Okay. 28. And, uh, uh, you know, again, I wasn't. I'm not going to mention too much of this, but me and Coach Legacy, uh, we go back. While not a, a like a as a super relationship by any means, but my senior year, his high school team at Mount Anthony came down to the Virginia Duels, which is my wrestling club, and uh, we wrestled Mount Anthony Union in the finals of the Virginia Duels. It was then known as the Top Gun Division. Now it's the American High School Division, and uh, let's just say uh, uh, I like the outcome of that particular match. I wasn't actually in that duel. But, uh, you know, we, we liked our outcome. And then the next year, we never had a chance to make it back uh, back to them. But uh, Coach Legacy's team came down to the Virginia Duel. So a long history of MAU wrestling, at least in my mind. But uh, when we get to that, get past that moment and get past the fact that I'm still gloating a little bit about that victory, <laughs> you know, here it is. You know, that's, uh, that's, that was my senior year. My 20-year my reunion's coming up next year. So 20 years, oh, I, cool. I should get over it, right? <laughs> 
No, that's a big win. That definitely <laughs> was a big win against us. So I wasn't happy about it, but it was a big win. <laughs> and we'll talk about some of the, the the members of that team that are actually close to you and on staff here. But you're coming from a position of being a high school coach, a very successful high school coach, a national high school coach of the year just recently by USA Today. And now you're going to have to sit there and recruit from coaches that were your rivals for such a long time. I mean, that's, that's, you know, Tommy's talking about, you know, making inroads and, and building bridges with coaches. You've, you might have some bridges to mend over some of these rivalries over the years. <laughs> well, um, you know, it's actually been, uh, I've always had good relationships and when you're competitive and you enjoy being competitive and you, you treat it as a way of uh, both teams getting better. Um, the relationships have been pretty solid. So the recruiting process went really well. We uh, we didn't really bring any kids on campus until I was done with coaching high school, which was in uh, March. And, um, you know, we have 34 members on our team right now. And it's it's really been because of my relationship with high school coaches in the Northeast region, you know, which includes New Jersey and, and some of Pennsylvania and all of New England and New York, obviously. <clears throat> so how many kids from uh, from MAU came over? Uh, we have four on the team. Four, okay, so it's, it's not as many as some might think automatically. They might think, okay, all your seniors are coming. Uh, well, we only had three seniors last year. Um, so I left MAU in a pretty good spot. Uh, they return 11 starters and two freshmen that won state titles. Uh, as far as so, um, one of the seniors did come, and then uh, uh, the rest are all transfers. They came in from other places, which we got. Zach Hale, who came from Anderson University, um, as you know, Anderson dropped their program last year, and uh, unfortunately, that was a loss to wrestling. But it was Castleton's gain. Zach was a three-time Division II national qualifier, so he's come to Castleton to finish his wrestling career under me. Yeah, and he's had a couple good wins. I remember watching him at D two Nash. I was like, wait, wait, that's the. And every time I'd look it up, I'd look it up. I was like. He went to Mount Anthony. Hey, do you know we beat that? No, yeah. I'm just, it always circles back to that <laughs> moment. But I'm glad to hear Zach landed up there because uh, when Anderson cut that program, you're right, it was a loss to wrestling, but uh, was a gain for for you guys. And you know when you're when you're coming into the situation, and Tommy's in the situation you were last year, when you come mm-hmm. in slightly different in terms of being the high school coach. But how soon or how how much do you have to try to build in a short time and be like, all right, I'm still a couple months away from even fully getting the school year rolling. I mean, how fast and furious were you working on recruiting? So we, we started right away, like in January, um, with, uh, phone contacts being a high school coach. I was limited. I was not, um, under NCAA rules allowed to talk to athletes at any of the events that I was coaching at. I obviously could watch them. And, um, there were some athletes that I was able to, to see while I was coaching in high school that we landed, but, um, everything was by phone and it was really, it was fast and furious, as you said, uh, you know, trying to get kids to give you verbals before, you know, um, May rolled around anyhow and deposit time. So I think Tommy's in a good position being named right now and he's well known, obviously. So, um, you know, he can, he can kind of be a little bit more selective and, and, um, you know, I wouldn't say he can take his time. He's got to get on it, but he knows that process already. So, um, but, but just having a couple extra months might help him get his feet under underneath him where everything for us was just rolling really quick. So, 
Yeah, Tommy, your thoughts on the timeline? I mean, the, the announcement came of a new program, and it wasn't they didn't wait very long to hire a head coach. And we've seen this in other sports where, all right, we're going to hire a coach, give them almost a year or so to really start before just, just going gung-ho. I know New England College up there has said, we're starting a wrestling program. Oh, yeah, we've got a coach. We're wrestling this year. Uh, yeah, I like the timeline, you know, to be honest, it's, uh, yeah, timeline for my current job, you know, really sucked is, you know, you're in the, in the, you know, just starting, you know, in the middle of preseason when all this happened and the relationships are built, but, you know, in terms of starting a program, you know, I I really think it's great. Uh, you know, ideally if you could have a perfect world, maybe start in the summer so you can get into that fall recruiting period, but, uh, you know, right now I, I don't feel rushed, you know, obviously, uh, you, you know, you know, you're not going to take your time and, and sit around and, and wait for things to come to you. But, you know, it's like the, the fall recruiting is kind of already over. So you just, uh, you know, got to start building the relationships with with high school coaches. And, you know, you have time. The high school season haven't even started yet. So, you know, you have time to kind of, you know, get out there and, and see what's going on and get a good feel for the campus and what you need to recruit. And, and, and so, yeah, I, I feel the timeline's really good just in, in terms of, uh, you know, the whole aspect of, of recruiting. And, uh, you know, it's like, I, I haven't even been out there. Well, I went out there for my interview, so I haven't even been out there yet. And uh, I'm actually leaving in the morning to, to go, but, uh, you know, I'm just excited to get out there and, and then kind of, you know, once you get on campus and you can see how fast you need to take it. And uh, like Scott said, you know, uh, maybe be a little selective, but not too selective, but, but you know, just kind of, you know, get in the right niche where it's, you know, like where he said he started in January and he's a high school coach. It's like, oh, we got to get kids right now. And, you know, I, I, I don't have that, uh, you know, that that anxious feeling of like, if I don't have five kids by December, I'm, I'm going to be in trouble. You know, it's like I, I really feel, you know, comfortable and in a good spot with everything. Now, spending time as a Division One assistant coach, the coaching profession, everybody wants to be a head coach. And, and the, the top of this profession is the Division One head coach saying you don't have Olympic aspirations or anything like that. You know, like Zeke Jones actually left the Olympic perch to, to coach college. When the opportunity arose, when you're looking to become a head coach, how how seriously were you considering Division Three before this opportunity kind of started to be like it was almost too good to pass up? Uh, probably zero. Uh, in This probably all started maybe last spring, you know, where, you know, got a, got a couple of uh, – you know, Mike Moyer obviously was really influential on the decision and, and talking to me about the process. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's, it's kind of a tough question to explain. My whole life, I've wanted to be a Division One head coach. That's what I worked for. Uh, those were the opportunities that I had. And uh, and so that's what I was working for. And then at the end of the day, you know, it just, you know, the older I've gotten in every year, uh, you know, it's it's been more about wrestling and helping wrestling. And, you know, want, wanting to make a difference in, in more ways than, than one. And, you know, that's uh, probably last spring I started looking at Division Two and Division Three, And then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, every university says, hey, we're starting wrestling. And it's a couple hours from my wife's family and, uh, you know, an hour from uh, her, her grandparents' lake place, which I'm planning on spending every chance I get at. And it, it was just it ended up being a perfect storm of, uh, you know, just w- when you're looking at a, a career change, I wouldn't say career change, but, a, uh, you know, division change like that. It's, uh, you know, just I, I couldn't ask for anything more. If it wasn't, you know, in, in that location, uh, you know, may not have been as interested. And, you know, when I went out there for my interview, it's like they have beautiful athletic facilities. It's in a nice area. You know, it's close to a lot of things. I, you know, where 
you know, a lot of schools that I looked at, you know, their location was just out in the middle of nowhere, really small towns. And, uh, you know, you, you know, when I looked at the whole, you know, landscape of everything, I was like, this is a great place. And, you know, I've been in Virginia before and, you know, uh, that whole area my wife and I had talked about maybe going back there someday, you know, being in, the, uh, you know, just that, that little region area. Cause, uh, you know, just like I said, with her family being there and it just, it, it worked out. So yeah, I'd say last spring and then, you know, this summer really got serious and then they called and I went on an interview and just, you know, kind of said that's for me. Yeah, and Scott's not the only one that gets away with the relationship here that goes back to my high school. See, Tommy's wife, Jenny, is from Franklin, Virginia. Not Franklin <laughs> County in the southwest portion of the state, but Franklin, Virginia, known for its paper mill. And they were in my district. <laughs> my high school's dist Franklin High and Pocos were in the same district when I was in high school. So it's like I can't escape these connections to the wonderful world of Division Three wrestling. Now, Tommy, we we know happy wife, happy life, especially in the world of a wrestling coach. Now, Coach Legacy, you've been doing this a long, long time as a high school coach, and geographically, people might assume that okay, well, it's Vermont, you don't really have to move. It's it's not exactly a short a short distance between Bennington and Castleton. So, uh, is this going to involve a family move? Or are you going to commute? To how's how's this work for the whole family side side of things? Well, um, so. When I got offered the the job, um, they actually offered me a full time position, but I'm still teaching high school at Mont Anthony. Um, you know, I've been doing this a long time, but I'm not close to uh, the retirement years yet. So I got a few more years for that to be fully vested. But um, from my house where I live, it's about a 55 minute drive, which isn't too bad on Vermont roads. Uh, it's not like driving in the city. So, um, but it's been working out just fine. Uh, you know, we're really equipped at our school. We're very fortunate. Uh, Castleton uh, did give me, offer me an opportunity to be a club for a year and give me a chance to recruit. Um, I just chose to, at this stage of my career, if I was going to do it, to dive into it. And I, I kind of felt they were hoping that I could get 10 kids for the first year. So we, you know, we tripled that and then some, and I got kind of fortunate. I mean, I don't think it's uh, any coincidence that you know, six of the wrestlers on my team, their dads were um, or are high school coaches. So, um, you know, the, it goes back to that relationship thing that you were talking about. But um, we're kind of fortunate. I, I uh, you know, the universities worked very well with me. We, they, It's a very family-oriented university. It's um, in a small rural town, probably very similar to what Tom was talking about. But we're nestled right next to the New York State border. And um, we have, uh, for Division Three, we have, uh, I think it's four full-time strength coaches and then one graduate assistant. So um, I have a, a strength coach working with our team year-round. So they, they did all the preseason conditioning and strength training. And, and um, you know, even now during season, we've tapered it down, but they're still working with them a couple times a week. So there's a lot of structure on campus for our kids in between academic, you know, study halls and timetables and stuff like that. So it's been working out okay. Now, speaking of that staff a little bit, we mentioned uh, that team back in 97. One of the the guys on that team was a guy named Steve Forrest. Uh, mm -hmm. He was a freshman that year. Now uh, he's one of your assistant coaches, and he was a, a runner-up at the World Team Trials in Greco-Roman on the senior level. He's had a great senior-level career. One of your most accomplished athletes to come out of there. And What's it going to be like to be coaching with him at the college level? It's it's been great. Uh, Steve uh, 
um, when he retired from the Marines and wrestling and he came back home, he was volunteering with me at, at Mount Anthony. And he kept saying to me that he wanted to get to the next level. And then when this arose, uh, I said, Hey, I got an opportunity for you, but he's got so much experience on the inter international level and, and all the training that he had, you know, done out in Colorado Springs over the years and his experience traveling all over the world, wrestling, you know, and being on the, the, the ladder for a few years and, you know, I think he was an All-American on the USA level at least three or four years. So, um, and just the fact that, you know, I've known him since he was a, a young kid and coached him through middle school and high school and then followed his career and to have him come back, it's been a great uh, relationship. It's it's really awesome. He's still in very good shape and he's still a beast. So he jumps on the mat quite a bit. I just have to re remind him that he's not over in Russia wrestling or something like that at times. Yeah, and uh, I think he won the. And just for just for the record, he beat Jared Hur four three in that dual meet. I'm just going to keep referencing that as much as we can. No, Dave, yeah. yeah, he won that match. So as as we move forward back to your your staff, looking at it, you wrestled Division three. Uh, most of your staff wrestled Division three, including uh, you know Joe Duca, who's an All American at Ithaca. How much is that going to help you with understanding the world of Division three wrestling in New England, where there are just a ton of Division three opportunities? So the transition is definitely, you know, new. Um, uh, the uh, I have a lot of wrestlers on our team that have transferred in and everything, but having Joe Duca there, who was an All-American at one of the best uh, Division Three wrestling schools in the country, you know, being out of Ithaca um, and just bouncing questions off him and asking him if he has any input has been uh, tremendous. And then again, you know, Steve, again, has been around a lot of world-class athletes. So the three of us, uh, you know, are in, in them with my experience and, and just, um, you know, I, I do realize the college season is much longer and that it's a grind and, and you, you kind of got to taper things a little bit differently than you do in high school. So, um, but uh, so far, you know, I've, everybody says it's going pretty well. So, um, but I am very fortunate to have that experience around me at this point in time. Tommy, you're in, you're in a different boat. You've, you've you, this is your first foray into Division Three, with the exception of maybe working with some of those coaches. As we were talking about your relationship with the Virginia Wrestling Association uh, and VAWA, is you know there's been uh, coaches from from Washington Lee. There's a regional training center down at Ferrum. So uh, getting into this Division Three, what do you know about Division Three before coming into this this crazy world? You understand there's 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 some there's some uh, some drama going on in Division Three, right? <laughs> uh, not really. I just kind of stayed out of everything. I know very little about it, to be honest. Um, you know, look, luckily I have, you know, m m my college roommate, Matt Nagel, you know, was at Concordia for, you know, a handful of years. He, you know, just went to North Dakota State. But, you know, I would say I was I was talking to him and communicating with him throughout the whole thing. Speaking of Ferrum, you know, Nate Yetzer, I reached out to him. Uh, Sam Barber, head coach at the Air Force, you know, he's been a head coach at Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three. you know, a wealth of knowledge. And, uh, you know, so luckily I've had, had good guidance from, from friends. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to catch up to speed here. I'm, uh, you know, playing the newbie card on everything and staying out of, out of all the, uh, you know, good stuff and just trying to uh, let it come as it goes. So the drama you're referring to is probably the regional alignments. Yeah, it's been a topic on this program for the last uh, last last little bit. Yeah, it's been a topic. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. Like some coaches aren't aren't too pleased about it. Some are really happy about it, and you know, it's, I'm just really not uh, 
I'm I'm too new to know what's going on. Scott, do you have time to chime in on this? I mean, you, you this is something you've you've gonna have to deal with this year. Yeah, so I I was actually at the National Wrestling Coaches um, Convention down in Florida, and I saw the realignments, and um, you know, uh, it, I they seem to be fair, at least in in our area, and then it bounced back to where I think the Northeast region was going to have. 19 teams in it and some other regions maybe 11 or 12 or whatever but i'm kind of in tommy's boat i don't really feel that i i have a voice at this particular time and and i'm in a position where i'm just trying to you know make sure we're ready to compete and stuff like that but um you know uh looking at it 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 seems that um you know, to try to equal, get the regions to be equal with the same amount of teams would be the smart way to go based on the fact that, you know, the number of qualifiers are equal across the board. You know, I, I think each each uh, region gets three per weight. So, uh, you know, it's I, I do understand that, I guess it's the Midwest or whatever that, you know, they it was like 11 teams or something like that, but they're probably the strongest conference. Um, you know, they were battling over that also. So it's kind of like the Big Tens and, and Division One wrestling, the way I see it. But, um, you know, I'm I'm in Tommy's shoes here. I mean, I'm still trying to, to figure it all out. But uh, I do – it does look like there's going to be a little bit of adjustment made, and they, they may be going back to the proposal that we saw this summer from what I'm understanding. Yeah, we got a couple of different things floating around. We'll wait to see how the uh, the committees work on it because it's it's above all of our pay grades. I think, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I feel like you're baiting us into a tough. I'm question. just curious. Like, like you want you wanted somebody to throw some fuel on, on fire and get in trouble right away. Oh, I've got no shortage of Division three coaches that are going to do that on other programs. Yeah. I'm, I'm 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 throwing Jeff Brees that that bone uh, on the Buena Vista show later this week. Oh yeah, I can see Jeff really giving his opinion on that. <laughs> <laughs> Now, as we talk about the 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 structure of college programs, Tommy, you've coming from Division One, you've dealt with scholarships and you've dealt with money and financial aid, and and it's in a little bit of a different situation. Uh, how how difficult do you think it's going to be for you to adjust to be like, okay, well, we know we're not going to have any athletic scholarships, and to, to start working more closely with your financial aid department, and be like, okay, how does this Division Three stuff work with uh, academic money and 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 getting kids in? Because a lot of these are, are private. Colleges, their their sticker price is pretty pricey, but uh, you know you work through the financial department. All of a sudden, hey, you know it's it's pretty competitive with with the state the state schools. I mean, this is this is something that's going to be a trial by fire here. Yeah, it, it is, and I, I think that's something I'm excited about. Uh, you know, luckily, I would say uh, you know being at uh, George Mason probably is the closest thing that I could say that would help for that. You know, Boise State was fully funded. Uh, Southern Illinois is really close to fully funded. You know, with the academic money that we, uh, you know, kids can accept, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty much at equivalency. So I, you know, the, this, there hasn't been the struggle there. Now at George Mason, when you're the sticker price is really high and with, uh, you know, uh, just a few scholarships, you know, it, like we had to work really hard to, to you know, on, on the money side of things. And, um, you know, I, I would say that I, I have to use a little bit of that and, uh, you know, just just be ears open, you know, get get to know the people in the admissions and financial aid. And, you know, it's, it's just a challenge that I, uh, you know, I, I'm fully, you know, accepting and I'm excited about that part of things is, 
you know, I, and I understand it's going to be really tough. I'm not, you know, putting the blinders on saying, oh, this is going to be easy. It's, you know, that is going to be really tough because you have Division two programs opening uh, up and, and starting in, in, you know, Division one. It's when you're the only, you know, level of college, including junior college NAI that can't offer scholarships, that's not it. That's not easy. And, and so it's it's going to be a learning process, but it, it's something I just think you got to sit down and, you know, be smart about it and, and, and calculate and, you know, get to know everybody at the school and, and, and learn how to get it done. But uh, yeah, su- super excited about it and a little nervous at the same time. Coach, what's your experience been like? Okay, excuse me, Coach Legacy. I realize I got two of you on the call. What's your experience okay. been like this? So, you know, uh, basically when I got hired, um, one of the very first things I did was, you know, meet everybody in admissions and, um, you know, figure out, uh, you know, what you and Tommy were just talking about. Like, uh, you know, how do we calculate this? You know, how does it work? Who's who's eligible for academic money? Who's eligible for, you know, um, if they do well on their SATs and things like that. So, um Again, we're kind of a, a fortunate at Castleton where we do have an admissions officer that works with athletics directly. And, uh, you know, so um, uh, we have a pipeline that's a little bit quicker for us. So uh, and we can get answers. So to this point, it's been really it's been extremely good. I mean, um, I think that uh, you you're really looking for the kid that's more of a student athlete and, you know, has done well in high school and somewhere around a 3.0 because uh, on the division three level, at least at our, our school, if you're, you're up in that, you know, on that Mendoza line, you're going to do okay with academic aid. We, uh, we are a university, but we are still a state school. So for in-state kids, it's a pretty good deal. You know, for out of state, you're looking for that, the, the kid that's done well academically in high school. And that makes you kind of competitive with, uh, you know, Division two schools. And that, and it definitely does make you competitive with Division one because my experience with kids that are getting recruited by Division one, you know, they're splitting a lot of packages up and stuff like that and really making kids earn it. So you can you can kind of be competitive with tuition if it's done right. Now, speaking of the competitive nature, there are a ton of Division threes up in the New England area, as we've seen, and we're seeing new programs added. And then, uh, Tommy, in, in your situation, Avert, there's there's been new programs added in Virginia, especially. You know, we've got new programs at Ferrum. Southern Virginia is now a fully Division three eligible for a championship program. You know, Washington Lee's up the road. Hampton Sydney just added uh, a couple years ago. So uh, you both have competition for these athletes. And, and Coach Legacy, having been in that area for so long and being in Vermont and seeing kind of up close – what Castleton has grown from, how how difficult is it for you to to kind of recruit against these schools that you've been sending kids to over the years and be like, all right, well, um, I'm here now. Hey, yeah, come back here. Come over here. <laughs> uh, I don't want this to sound, you know, like um, cocky or anything, but, I mean, it hasn't really been that difficult. The coaches <laughs> in general, <laughs> the, the, the New England college coaches um, have – have been very welcoming to me, you know, and um, offered help and things like that. And I think they're really excited to have the addition of schools, you know, um, it's only going to make the new England region tougher. So I think we have, we have 16 colleges in new England now. So um, as far as, is, you know, getting back to um, competing against them, I mean, they've kind of, 
said I've been a nightmare to them. So <laughs> um, because you know we we were going head to head with some of the the better New England schools, you know, with for a few kids, and some of them we lost, and there was some we won. So um, which is was pretty amazing for it being our first year. And I I'm you know not so sure how many colleges Tommy has around him down there. I don't know. You know, New England's not a huge area, so most of these schools are within at least three hours of us, you know, three to three, three and a half hours, so 16 colleges. Um, and, uh, you know, we're fairly a fairly tight-knit community. I knew that when, I, you know, I was coaching high school. So um, it, it's been fun and very competitive. Um, but, again, I, every, I can't say that one – New England college coach has um, done anything but open their arms up, you know, and say, hey, if there's any help you need or whatever, um, let me know. Yeah, and Tommy, with with the situation in Virginia, having been there before, you know, that, there's a slight similarity with Coach Legacy. Is he's, You're familiar with the area, but now you've, you were making inroads with – you know the 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 national team with guys like you know uh, you know with Radsky at WNL and Yetzer down at, at Farron, but now all of a sudden they're they're guys you're coaching against. It's yeah, they're it, the enemy. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I mean, uh, how, how much of that is 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 going to be just tough to contend with? I'm hoping it's as easy as what Scott said, but I I think it's going to be really tough because you you look at the the pool of of Division three coaches and, and even Greensboro College, you know, it's forty something miles down the road. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be really competitive and, and you have a bunch of coaches that, you know, are really motivated, uh, you know, be, uh, between Green, Greensboro and Ferrum and and then now myself, those are, you know, three division one, you know, coming from division one where I, uh, and, and so motivated and, and so it's going to be really tough, but that, that's, that's the fun part about it. So I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's not going to be easy, but you know, at the same time, it's, it's, it's what I've been doing. You know, it's the division one is highly competitive. You're, you know, you're, you're out there recruiting against everybody. And, and so I think that part of it uh, has helped train me towards the division three. And then, you know, r- really, I'm just uh, looking for a lot of sympathy from all those coaches and be like, Oh, he's the new guy. We're going to, you know, cut him some slack here and send kids his way. But you know, I'm not sure if it's going to work out that way, but that, that's, that's what I'm looking for. And, um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, they're, they're all real supportive and, you know, as I'll try to be supportive of them at times, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's recruiting's recruiting, you know, whether you're at uh division three, division two, or division one or any other division out there. And, uh, you know, so I, I think recruiting is recruiting and, um, you know, I'm excited for the fact that there's so many colleges opening up and, you know, it sounds like they're opening up more in, in that area or, you know, soon to, you know, be adding more programs. And, and, and so that, that's fun because we're adding opportunities for kids and the more opportunities, I feel the more kids are going to be interested in wrestling in college and it's just going to make it easier. Yeah. Coach Legacy, what's your administration been uh, like to work with on this? Of course, Tommy said there, you know, it's, it's nice to see we're adding programs. I think as wrestling people, we all love the fact that we can add a new program. I mean, there's NAIA programs adding left and right. There's junior colleges, there's there's Division Three, Division Two. We're still waiting for Division Ones to kind of follow Fresno State's lead. But when when you've got an administrator and an athletics director that comes in and, and they've hired you to run the program, what what do you expect from the AD and what do what do they expect from you? Well, I can tell you, you know, our administration has been awesome with a capital A, whether it be the athletic director or the 
um, dean of administration or even the president. Uh, everything's been very, very supportive. Uh, they're excited about having wrestling on campus. Uh, they they wanted it. Um, you know, we've been a growing university. We're up to 29 sports right now. So uh, our athletic director, Deanna Tyson, has um, she her phone line's been open all summer long to me or email or whatever. I've I've had numerous questions. For me, the learning curve's been incredible. Um, transitioning from high school into college, um, Tommy's definitely had an advantage. Um, have, you know, being a college coach his whole entire career. As far as uh, our AD, um, you know, it's just simple what they're looking for. They, you know, they're looking for your students to do well academically, to to be well behaved on campus. Um, you know, not be a black eye, that type of thing, and um, uh, just make the university proud. It's not all about winning. I haven't felt that type of uh, stress. Uh, and, you know, they're over overwhelmed with the amount of numbers and recruits that we've had on campus and stuff like that. As far as uh, what I've been looking for is just that, you know, that we are able to bring in numerous kids and, um, you know, wrestling with uh, affords us to allow a lot of uh, athletes a chance, you know, to participate through open tournaments and, and you know, sometimes quads, you know, being able to use one or two athletes, especially on the Division three level where red shirt is not as prominent and, and even exhibition matches. So um, just to ask them to uh, allow me to allow kids to participate, you know, that's the biggest thing I've been looking for. But they, you know, we have a wrestling room. We, we, are, we have singlets, we have warm-ups, we, you know, we, we, they, we have a team locker room, so everything's been going extremely well at this point. Yeah, Tommy, in your, your conversations, your interview with the athletic director at Averett there, Meg Stevens, I mean, what was the big thing that impressed you? And so, you know what, I, I am going to take this job. Uh, the, the wrestling is going to be a, a, a thing, just like all their athletic programs. Uh, you know, to me, when I when I went out there, you could just tell that you know athletics was a was it was a thing, and it is you know something that they're using as as their niche, and they want to be successful. And you know, it wasn't um, you know I didn't go out there and feel like you know like hey, they just want thirty kids on the team or forty kids on the team. They really don't care about wrestling. It's you know, uh, Meg Stevens. Uh, you know, I mean, she she's really you know was. I was just shocked, you know, when I when I met her and just like, wow, this this is a good thing here. And, and she's doing great by her programs. And, you know, it's uh, you know, all the coaches there seemed really happy. And that, that was the big thing for me. You know, and, and I know when you're on an interview, it's, you know, a little bit of, you know, smoking mirrors here and there. And, you know, everyone's going to be nice no matter what. And, you know, but you could just tell that the vibe that she's created there was, uh, you know, was something special. And they're trying to do, you know, good, good things for athletics and, you know, talking to the president. You know, the, the one thing that they kept saying is like wrestling has to work here. You know, it wasn't like, oh, we're adding wrestling. You know, you're going to get this. You're going to get this. It's like, you know, wrestling has to work and, and we want it to work. And we're going to, you know, be, you know, be really supportive. And and I just, you know, it's, you know, it's just I, I got the it's hard to explain, but I just got the feeling that it was, you know, you know, they, they were, you know, being honest about it. And, you know, I, I feel when I get in there, it's, you know, you're going to get nothing but support from uh you know, Meg and, and the college president and, uh, you know, the, the college president, she was awesome. And, you know, I had to, you know, got to sit down and meet her when I went out there and you could, 
you know, they're, they're really passionate about the college and the athletic programs. And, you know, and I, you know, feel that's one thing at the division three is everyone's got to be on the same page and on the same team and support each other. And, you know, and I, and I got that feeling. As we move towards the goals of a division three wrestling coach and division three program, Scott, you've seen tremendous success as a high school coach, as we said, 28 straight state championships. And, you know, just you're, you're used to winning. You're used to winning. You're used to being at the top of, of Vermont. You're used to being atop of the New England high school scene. There's going to be growing pains here, but what are what goals do you come in to year one with, and, and what goals uh, are attainable in year one, and what are you looking at three and five years down the road? I mean, uh, it's a tough, tough, tough you know region. Roger Williams has had up and down years, and they're kind of the, the 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 team to beat right now up in New England. But you know, first year goals. Three-year goals, five-year goals. I mean, how good can this program be? How good can your program be? Uh, I think that, you know, my goal is to be as good as those programs and to be one of the top teams in the country. Uh, We got a, um, you know, a little boost by, you know, having some kids transfer in that have experience. Uh, Our freshman recruiting class is, you know, extremely talented. So the the first thing I want to do this year is beat someone we're not supposed to. And, uh, you know, at least on paper, that team's supposed to beat us. And I really feel we have the capability of doing that. Um, and like you said, I, I am used to winning. But before all that winning was, uh, you know, some when I took over Mount Anthony, um, the program, we I only had six or seven kids on my team the first year. So we, you know, I think we were six and eight, eight and eight. Actually, I know our records, 12-3-1, and, and then we started. We <laughs> took off from there. We were undefeated and, and went and started traveling to Ohio and all over the place. So, um, But it, it's I know the building process is going to be the same. I'm not expecting to jump out of the gate and, and um, you know, knock off a Roger Williams right away. But I, I think that, uh, you know, we can be competitive and you never know what can happen. I mean, um, on any given day, you can knock somebody off. But I, I do believe this year that we will beat somebody that we're not supposed to. And and that can jumpstart the program. And then from there, you know, just to, you know, our to maintain and retain our freshmen that we have and keep them motivated and, you know, bring them back as sophomores and and juniors and, and, and then into the senior year. But um you know, just looking at my lineup, I, I think we're going to have, you know, um, it looks like, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, four four upperclassmen in the lineup, you know, based on transfers. So that's not a bad thing to have leadership wise. And I'm sure Tommy will go out and try to do that, too, or maybe it'll fall into place for him that way. But, you know, with a first year program, you do have to have some kids that that have already wrestled college and know the ropes and know how to be successful academic um, athletes, you know, student athletes at the same time. Yeah. Tommy, you, you don't have a year one goal cause you're in year zero. So what's, what's your year zero goal going into year one? You know, Scott's talked about, you know, getting guys that have, have, have college experience and kind of, you know, using that, the, the transfer role to bridge the gap there, uh, you know, transfers, picking them up is, is it's kind of early in the game for that. I mean, what what are your year zero goals and, and what, what will ultimately be your goal as a division three wrestling coach with your program? I, uh, that's a tough question, but I think, uh, you know, Scott said, uh, said it perfectly, you know, it'd be really great, you know, throughout the year to, you know, pick up a transfer or two, um, 
you know, cause I mean, realistically going in next year, you know, you're hoping to have, you know, you know, 20 plus uh, freshmen on the team. And I, uh, you know, as we all know, you can, uh, you, you need leadership and, and you need someone that's been there. And, uh, you know, so if you can pick up a couple transfers, I, I'm really leaning on, uh, you know, on, on trying to get a couple transfers this year, you know, whether they're transferring from the division one level or from another college and, you know, just try, like you said, it's really early now, you're not going to find those things out. And so I think, you know, right now it's, it's, it's just getting the word out and, and making relationships to try to, you know, build, uh, you know, go, go get those seniors that are looking to wrestle in college. And I mean, ultimately I'm a highly competitive person, you know, I've, you know, uh, my goal has always been to, to win a national title or, uh, and, and that's what you work for. And I feel if that is your goal, then you're going to do all the right things to get there. Cause you know, if you set the bar really, really high, it, it, it is so hard to, to accomplish success. And, you know, like, you know, you look at, you know, Scott's success as a high school coach, you know, he's not going to have, in my opinion, he's not going to have to change anything at the college level. It's, you know, success is done by doing the right things and, and, and being stern in your decisions and, you know, and following your gut and just laying the, the line and just like, this is how I'm going to get there. And, and you stick to it. And, uh, and I think it's the same thing at the division three level. Now, whether it, you know, you know, you look at programs that are having success in the, you know, the Warburgs and the Augsburgs, and there's a lot of other schools getting there, but they have a tremendous amount of, of resources. And, you know, so it's, it's a matter of finding your niche and seeing how you can be successful with it. But, you know, I, I'd be lying to you if I, if I told you my goal wasn't to win a national championship as a team. And, uh, you know, so to, to get there, it takes a lot of little steps and year one goal is just, you know, get kids on the team and, you know, then, then you go from there. Been talking with Scott Legacy, new head coach at Castleton University in Vermont, and Tommy Owen, new head coach at Avery University in Virginia. As we wrap up this episode of the Ice Hour, you can find more about Coach Legacy's team at castletonsports.com and check out the Cougars at averettcougars.com. So, Coach Legacy, going to give you your final thoughts and uh, what what to expect this year. You said you, you were going to beat a team that uh, you're not supposed to beat, but uh, just maybe give us a little nugget of knowledge that you haven't discussed that's something to watch this year from your program. Well, you know, uh, my high school teams were always in great shape. And... Um, uh, right from the start of the season to the middle of the season and, and especially at the end. And, and um, Tommy mentioned not changing much. I know there's, it's a different grind and there's some breaks with division three, you know, around Thanksgiving and Christmas time and stuff like that. But um, basically we're going to be a team that, you know, is going to be coming at you. Uh, we're still going to be around in the third period. Our kids are going to be right there in your face and, and competing. So you, um, I think most of the people know that you're going to have to wrestle seven minutes plus to, to you know, to beat a Castleton wrestler. And, and uh, we're going to get someone at the national tournament this year. And I, I really believe that we got a chance to get a couple of guys on the podium and put Castleton on the map that way right away. And um, I'm not going out on a limb saying this. I, I firmly believe it. And uh, I've told the kids that. And, and basically I've told them if they don't believe it, they're in the wrong wrestling room. So, you know, they might want to find a different place to be, but if uh, all 34 are coming in and doing that, we're, we're, we're going to be good. You're only as good as the, the wrestler beneath you and above you. And, and they got to push each other that way. And so far so good. They've been very supportive. They're policing each other. And um, I don't expect anything less. I mean, uh, otherwise you're probably not going to make it on my team. You got to want to have passion 
you got to want to still be coachable and you got to be willing to work hard. And uh, I'm not looking for the kid that that's just a gamer. I'm not into coaching that kind of kid that can cruise through practice and, um, you know, wrestle while in a match. Uh, I don't see that kid being real productive outside of the wrestling room or in the community later on in life. So I, I, I take a lot of uh, gratification in developing people. And I still think that can be done on the division three level. And, and we're going to have gas tanks. So people should watch out for that. All right, Tommy, no S. You get the last word here. That's right, no S. Uh, yeah, I'm a, you know, I just, you know, thank you for having me on the show. And, you know, Scott, you know, good luck. It sounds like you're do, you, doing an awesome job so far. And, uh, you know, look, look forward to competing against you. And, you know, final thoughts is, you know, I, I'm excited about this. I can't be more thankful and, and happy and, and proud to, you know, be able to take over Division Three program and, you know, hopefully, you know, Mike Moyer and the powers that be in, in wrestling keep adding wrestling programs. And, you know, one of the, you know, probably the main reason I, you know, accepted this job is because I felt I could do more for wrestling at, at the Division Three level than I can, you know, at my current position. I love being a Division One coach. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna, probably going to miss it every day. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, I'm a, just a fan of wrestling. And, you know, I'm excited to be a part of, uh, you know, a brand new program and do it the way that I want. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun there. And that's just, I leave it at that. You know, the people that are going to, you know, well, hopefully, and, you know, the way that I have it drawn up in my head that when, uh, you know, the the kids that are going to come to Abert University, we're going to have a great time. We're going to do something special. And, you know, and I look forward to it. And I guess I'll, last thing I'll say is I uh, listened to your, you know, the, 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 you know, the podcast last night with Nate Coburn and uh, heard him talk about Fargo. And so I, I think we can work a deal out as long as they're still flying and, uh, you know, not staying in the dorms. So I'm, uh, I, 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 I'm expensive. So we'll, uh, we'll see what he's got for me. <laughs> On that yeah, note, I gave up that dorm thing a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I'm still staying in the dorms, man. <laughs> All right. So for Tommy Owen, Scott legacy, this has been episode 14 of the ice hour D three wrestling podcast. Special thanks to again, our sponsor and Tim Payne at My House Sports Gear at MyHouseSportsGear.com. Talk online.com.